Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. It's 135 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer uh, with you on Oilers Now. Brendan, we're just going to bring you in for 15 seconds here. Okay, so... Uh, so is the... Radiothon, the Stollery Radiothon, continuing uh, after today's uh, show. Yeah, Jalen will be live down at the Stollery as they try and hit that million and a, million and a half dollar goal. Okay, well, uh, man, there's uh, there's some tough stories to uh, listen to there. Some wonderful stories, but also some really sad stories. And uh, it's uh, that is, uh, I've done them in the past and uh, needed a pretty stiff uh, drink or two after. You think you're a Tommy Tough guy, and then you go down and hear what uh, you know some of the families and some of the kids go through, and it's uh, it's it's just it's it really puts things in perspective and reinforces again how lucky we are to work in a business called sport. Uh, Pizza Past and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 50 plus years. For a menu and a a list of their 14 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stauffer recommendation at Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean chicken. All right, uh, we are going to bring aboard Former Edmonton Oilers player and coach and uh, back after his three-year sabbatical uh, to be on Todd McClellan's staff. Head coach of the number two ranked Alberta Golden Bears, Ian Herbers. Hello, Ian. How are you? Good, Bob. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ian, uh, just before we get to the here and now, the Golden Bears hockey program, you worked with uh, Connor McDavid on a day-to-day basis uh, for the first three years that, uh, you know, he was an Oilers player. You were on Todd McClellan's staff. uh Many of us were, until Monday, sort of caught a little off guard in terms of the potential severity of Connor dealing with uh, that PCL injury in the offseason. Whatever it takes is going to come out Friday after the skills competition, the documentary that Don Metz has uh, put together. Uh, and we're going to have Don on tomorrow's show. But, are, are, are you know, a couple things for you. Are you surprised that things were kept hush-hush as it was, and knowing Connor a little, are you surprised that, uh, you know, he found a way to will himself to get back in the lineup and, and not be out for the length of period that maybe uh, at one time appeared that he would be? 
Well, I'm surprised it didn't leak out with the amount of people at some point that would have known. Uh, so that just speaks to how serious the injury was. And I figured there must be a little bit more than was being said in the media um, that was coming out currently at that time. So, uh, no, with Connor, just his passion and his work ethic, his desire to be the best player and not satisfied right now. He's the best player, top player in the world. Um, and he's still pushing to keep improving his game and getting better and uh, putting the team uh, first and wanting the team to do well and, and win. So just that passion, that desire. Now, you worked with him, did you not, uh, when he came back from the broken collarbone? Yeah, yeah. We were on the ice every day, and it was good for me because he kept pushing me to, to keep pushing him. He wanted different drills, different skills, uh, different things to work on. So it forced me to be thinking of things and, uh, be ready for him when he came on the ice and he just pushed right through it. 45 minutes. We'd go hard on the ice and there was no stop or quit or, uh, an off day or an easy day. It was always full out and out there to improve, not just to go out and get a skate and feel the puck. It was out there to go out there and get better. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you've, you've experienced some things over your career that haven't been easy. I mean, you were in the bus accident in Swift. You've played with some great players. Uh, when you see Connor's work ethic, uh, does it surprise you in the least that that desire that he has that because I'm sure you've played with some guys that were incredibly skilled that couldn't reach their full potential because they didn't have that commitment. Well, that's why he's the best player in the league, uh, and all the best players are in the league. And you Crosby, not just their work ethic uh, and what they do away from the rink, on and off the ice. You don't get to be number one. Um, by just resting on your laurels or taking, you know, natural abilities. You've got to work at them uh, and keep getting better and strive and then have that passion. Once you sit back and rest on your laurels, things kind of seem to slide for you, and I don't see that in Connor at all. All right, let's switch focus because your team, relative to the league you're in, I'd make a strong argument, has more skill than anybody else. I mean, you guys have a plethora of high-end offensive graduates out of the Western League that uh, either elected directly to go play university hockey and bypass a pro career, or guys maybe played, you know, did their cup of coffee, realized they couldn't get an NHL contract, and have come back. So how challenging has it been? Uh, you know, they won the national championship the third year that you were gone. The last two years of your first tenure at Alberta, you won back-to-back national titles. Um uh, Serge had the team for three years. They won in 2018, though they didn't beat New Brunswick. Uh, UNB was at home that year. They got knocked off. They got upset. How has you brought in a whole bunch of new players this year? How's it going in terms of handling this uh, this group of, you know, you've got a lot of skill with this hockey team right now. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with you there. I don't think there is a team that is as deep as us uh, all in Canada. Um, and when you bring 14 new players and you're never sure how it's going to mesh, uh, you're always wondering if it's going to be the old guys, the new guys, and that. But with our summer skates, our off-ice conditioning at the Seville Center with Joel Jackson, our guys started blending together early in the summer, and it just carried over. And some of the stuff we did with the uh, Edmonton Police Department uh, for team building with their canine unit and a few other things along the way, uh, and the group has been very close. And that goes to the leadership, the older group in our dressing room that take charge in there. Um, and just step up every day, and it's been a good skill, a good balance. I really like our four lines. I thought they played very well last Saturday, uh, and we had contributions from everybody the last couple weekends. Well, you beat uh, Lethbridge 10-1 Saturday. Uh, you had 105 shots on goal in the two games on the weekend. They hung around on Friday, watched the game online, and... Uh, 
the goalie from Lethbridge, who's an NCAA transfer. I thought he played pretty well for them, actually. I think he pulled a couple out of the net. But uh, when you have that much skill, is it is it challenging to get the guys, uh, you know, to avoid playing a perimeter game? Because, I mean, when you know, when you've got three or four guys that had, you know, I think you got two forwards that had 100 points in the Western Hockey League, yeah. probably eight forwards that had 80-plus point seasons in the WHL. Nobody else has got that in the league yet. Yeah. Well, we had a couple stinker games in the first half before Christmas that I thought our our effort wasn't good enough. Uh, perimeter hockey, we didn't want to get greasy, dirty, but it uh, just wasn't our style or type of game. Um, the game we lost to Saskatchewan in the second half here, I thought we outplayed them for the 50 minutes. We were by far the better team. If we score, it's probably 5 6 nothing our way. But um, things didn't happen there. We need to close and obviously played very well. Um, and those are the areas that we got to make sure we're getting second, third opportunities. And our guys are realizing that the past two weekends here after that Saskatchewan loss, it just kind of sealed it for us. Our guys are more committed to getting pucks to the net, more committed to getting bodies to the net. Uh, we had a great deflection goal on Saturday against Lethbridge. Shot was wide, and now we got a stick on it and tipped it into the net. And I don't think that we had one of those in the two years since I've been back. So it's we're starting to figure things out. It's starting to come together. We're starting to get our solid lineup in now. Um, and getting ready for playoffs. You're you're 19 and three uh, in conference play. I think you're like 25 and six or 26 and six overall, something like that. Uh, you have a home and home with Calgary this weekend. Uh, Got to ask you about goaltending. You, you, Zach Sachenko. We had Jay Woodcroft, who you know you were part of uh, that staff with Jay with Todd McClellan for three seasons. Uh, Jay's down in Bakersfield. Last night Bakersfield was playing against Zach Sachenko. Came in during the second period for the San Jose Sharks. That was your goaltender. Really, he was your number one goalie last year at Nationals. Uh, so you lost him. Brendan Burke went over uh, with his father running the team for. Uh, the Spengler Cup, and sometimes it takes guys some time to come back over from Europe. How has uh, Brendan performed? And is uh, I know you've got Matt Berlin as well. Those are your two goaltenders. Where are you at with goal right now? Uh, pleased with both. Uh, both guys have had solid seasons so far for us. Both guys come back after Christmas ready to go. Uh, obviously, as you said, Berkey had a, a little bit of different route over Christmas, uh, but still had some quality time on the ice with some NHL-caliber shooters. Um, so it was good for him, good experience, great experience for him, and then come back. So right now, we've tried to go with a goalie back-to-back. Things didn't go well. It wasn't all goaltending's fault. Um, it was a little bit of the team play in front. But I think with us, our strength is like our team and our forwards and our defense is just next guys up. And right now we've just been rotating Burke playing Friday, Berlin playing Saturday, and it's worked very well for us. Uh, talk to both goalies. They're very comfortable with that rotation. And as you know, when we get into national or playoffs, when it's a best of three and you need to play three, three games, we have a fresh goalie in that third game if needed, uh, which is key when other teams are, are a little bit tired maybe in that third game. And you look at Sawchenko last year at nationals, he played those three games back to back to back, and he didn't have his best game in the gold medal game at nationals last year. So maybe that hurt him. If we could have maybe went with two last year, uh, maybe it's a different story. Well, if you get one more save, you probably win. And that and the fact that Luke Phillip, who's got 15 goals this year in the American Hockey League, basically broke his ankle eight minutes into the game. Ian, we'll see you uh, down at Claire Drake Arena tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Great. Thank you, Bob. Thanks a lot. That's uh, former Edmonton Oilers player and assistant coach. 
uh, head coach at the University of Alberta Golden Bears. He's been a head coach there for four seasons. They've won uh, two national championships and lost the national final 4-2 last year to New Brunswick. They're ranked number two in the country. When we come back, we'll get to a bunch of your texts in this day in Oilers history. It is 145 in Edmonton, and this is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 148 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Oilers Now, where guests receive gift certificates to Japanese Village. Steak and seafood cooked right at your table. Japanese Village, now open in West Edmonton Mall to go along with Edmonton South, downtown Northside, and Sherwood Park. You know what? They're up to five locations now. When they started uh, jumping aboard on Oilers Now, Japanese Village was at three. It's got to be the radio. That's what I'd say. Uh, no, Don and his staff, do, they do a great job. All right. Uh, to this day in Oilers history for New West Travel, join Oilers Now on a great road trip to see the Oilers. Play the Hawks in Chicago. Again, we got a couple spots left. It's a March trip. Call New West Travel at or uh, go online at newwesttravel.com. Way back in 19... Uh, 83, what happened here, Brendan? The Oilers score five goals in the third period to trump the Los Angeles Kings 8-6 at Northlands Coliseum. They had seven different goal scorers, including Marc Messier, who was 106 points that season, or the most by an Oilers left winger in one year. Yeah, he was a left winger and got moved to center in 83-84, and then the team took off. Which is interesting, because when did the team take off this year? Some would say they've gone 6-1-1 one, and one in the last eight. Uh, Yamamoto's recall, Drysaddle permanently at center, 1-2 punch of McDavid and Drysaddle. Obviously, lots of texts have come in on our Ashley Fine Floors text line specific to the Connor McDavid documentary, whatever it takes. Again, we'll have Don Metz on tomorrow. Also, Edmonton Oilers general manager, Ken Holland, will join us on tomorrow's show along with regular uh, Friday contributor to the show, Elliot Friedman. So we got a lot of guests coming up in tomorrow's edition. Uh, Bob, where would I go to find the documentary about Connor McDavid? Uh, from Beth. Well, Beth, the what do I call that? The teaser? What, what, what do I call that thing that's up on the interweb thing? This uh, on the on YouTube thing? The trailer? Oh, yeah, the trailer. There you go. The tease is uh, up on YouTube. It's about two and a half minutes long. The actual uh, live documentary showing will take place tomorrow night after the skills competition. I think they're envisioning that to be 845 to 945 Edmonton time, or roughly in around that time. Uh... Stoffer, what's going on with the podcast? Uh, almost impossible to hear your show anymore. For the 293rd time, Brendan Escott will update us on the podcast. What do people have to do? They have to update their Apple? Is that what, what it is? Well, it seems like the issue is coming because of the Apple like operating software. If you've got a newer phone, it seems to be a problem. But we are working on it. We've been in touch with everybody that we can to this point. You just got to bear with us and or find a different way to listen because it seems to be only Apple Podcasts where we're suffering. How so. many different versions of the podcasts are out there besides Apple? What are the other... Oh, my goodness. I mean, first of all, 630ched.com. If you find okay. the Oilers Now page on there, they're all there all the time. Um, Google Play, Google Podcasts. iTunes. Oh, that's Apple Podcasts, really, okay. but we're out hey, there. Hey, I don't I don't know, so I I will tell you this. Uh, I, I know roughly what our numbers are on the podcast, and we appreciate the tremendous amount of support we get that, uh, for that. Brendan, over 35% of the downloads for the podcast are from outside the province of Alberta, which reinforces the strength in the Oilers brand. 
and our efforts to get you the best possible guess as well. Uh, this text comes in. The trailer made the hair on the back of my neck uh, stand adds to the legend of Connor McDavid. It's inspirational. Uh, download the podcast app and it works great, says another texter. Uh, this text comes to us from Topher. Bob, not the biggest fan of the Oilers, but respect where it's warranted. Connor is a hell of a player, and to overcome what he did is of the Tommy John caliber. Uh, that one comes to us uh, from uh, Topher. He's not a fan of the Oilers, but he listens to Oilers now. Uh, Lynn in Calgary. Bob, I got the chills and got choked up watching Connor's promo. I cannot believe he went through all this. We are so flippin' lucky to have this player. Hands up in the air. We are unworthy. There you go. Well, there you have it. Hey, Brendan, Sean was texting the show to say, uh, can you guys test tie line three? We've been doing that. We've been testing tie line three. We're good to go here. It's taken care of. Taken care of. See, that's why we got you here. This text comes in from Oilers Gym at 153 in Edmonton. Again, on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. I'm glad the media didn't find out and it wasn't leaked from the Oilers and Connor. That would have caused McDavid extra stress on top uh, of the rehab, which he did not need. What a remarkable hockey player and human being Connor is. I don't think any other player could have recovered from that injury in that time span. Connor did. It's amazing. One more thing, Bob. Uh, yesterday, you said Detroit would do Athanasiu for JP and a second in a New York minute. Well, I would do that in a New York second, says Oilers GM. The only response I would have to that is Ken Holland knows Andreas Athanasiu. And yes, he scored 30. What's his, like, he's not a slam dunk player. Let's just put it this way. He can skate. He certainly gives you a lot. No question about it. Um... But there's some guys that like Paul Yarby's got like 37 points in 38 games over, which isn't, I think he's sixth in the league in scoring right now in Finland. Uh, and a second round pick, again, the Oilers have to rebuild their forward depth. There's no question. There's not a wrong answer. You're you're allowed to say you would do that trade. I I, uh, I believe Detroit would do that trade as well. I'm not sure if the Oilers would. Sparky Kev says, Bob, uh, McDavid wins four trophies this year. The Hart, the Art Ross, Ted Lindsay, and Bill Masterton. After fans in the league see whatever it takes, Doc, I think it'll be clear who deserves the uh, Masterton this year. And again, you can uh, keep texting us at 780-496-0063. More texts come... Uh, more text. Peter from Wainwright says, Bob, I give you grief for cutting off your guests when you ask them questions, but I must say you have great guests and great show. I listen to a few different radio stations, and they've got nothing on your show and, uh, and on the guests from Peter uh, or Patar, uh, depending upon how the pronunciation is supposed to work there. It's not a... We try not to cut people off. Uh, sometimes it's time sensitive, and it is a conversation. And... Uh, the better the product, the better the show. That's my theory. So we're going to keep working on making it happen. Bob, is the Kara experiment over because the guy gives zero effort or are there people still seeing flashes? Um, I might give them three more games for sure. See what it can do. Calgary, St. Louis, Calgary, those are bigger teams. I might want to see what Jujar could do against those three te- teams. We asked uh, questions about songs that have held up over the years. I won't get fooled again by the Who. 
was one of the votes we got in. We also got War Pigs by Black Sabbath. It's it's uh, held up well as well. Some of the others from earlier in the show. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, there's a fan of a song from... Uh, who sang that song anyways? My son laughs every time. It's, a, it's an early 90s song, uh, which... I don't even want to get into it. But uh, Eve of Destruction from Barry Maguire from Richard and Devon. I'll have to look that uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot was the name that you were looking for previously, by the way. <laughs> I'm like, well, there's because there's also, is there not the Rolling Stones version as well of a somewhat similar song? Uh, anyhow, I digress. Tomorrow, we're loaded. Coming up on tomorrow's edition of Oilers Now to uh, tell us all about whatever it takes, the Conor McDavid documentary, the man who produced the documentary, Don Metz at 12.15. At 12.35, from NHL Hockey and Rogers for our friends at the River Cree Resort and Casino, Elliot Friedman. At 1.05, the general manager of the Edmonton Oilers, Ken Holland. And at 1.35, the general manager of the Edmonton Oil Kings, Kurt Hill. Tonight, Inside Sports, special guest host, Dave Campbell. He's got uh, former Eskimos receiver Kenny Stafford coming up on the show. Okay, good stuff there. Up next, the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, and then we're going to send you down to the Stollery. Uh, Jay Lynn's going to have uh, some uh, some uh, tremendous storytelling coming up in the 6.30 chat afternoon. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.